The grace and love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the final portion of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. That's from Exodus 33, verses 18 to 23. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft, in a rock, in the rock, and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. My dear friends in Christ, oh, about four miles from New Mexico's Carlsbad Caverns, there is a a national treasure, a beautiful place called the Lechuguilla Cave. This cave, it's a beautiful site. It's all considered a wonderland. People who go there think it is just so absolutely be beautiful. It's, it's breathtaking. Matter of fact, Detroit Free Press art writer Kelly Lewis years ago had quoted a geologist as saying, everything is alien. I've been in caves that are so beautiful that you just have to leave. You just can't take it. Well, that's what the explorers felt about Lechuguilla Cave. But now, if you think about it, that idea of thinking of something so beautiful, so amazing, so wonderful that you can't stand it, well, that's kind of the way we'd view God right now in our sinful condition. He is so perfect, so holy, so amazing that we can't really see it, stand it in our current state. Our, our sinful condition means we can't stand how perfect and how holy he is. But what we can rejoice in is, is that, well, when the Lord does give us glorified bodies and take us home to heaven, well, we're going to enjoy God's glorious presence forever. It's going to be the most amazing and wonderful thing, and, and it won't be too much for us. We'll love it. We'll love it for all eternity. Well, let's consider the situation here with our text again. Oh, what had happened is the, the Israelites had gotten from the Lord the Ten Commandments, and, and then it wasn't long after that that they were worshiping the, the golden calf, and, and because they had worshiped the golden calf like that, those people had to wonder if God was just simply going to end his relation with relationship with them and perhaps 
perhaps choosing other people to be his chosen people. They had to wonder about that. But you see, what the story was is that God had promised them. He had told them that the Savior would be one of their descendants, and what God does is God keeps his promises. And because God keeps his promises, he was gracious to them. He forgave them, and he stayed with them. However, because of their rebellion against God, what God told Moses and the people is that instead of being with them with the, his visual presence, he had been with them as a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, he said that he was going to send an angel to be with them now. But Moses quickly pleaded for the people and told them that what they needed was the Lord, not an angel. An angel would be good, but they wanted the Lord. They wanted his presence. And the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. But Moses didn't stop pleading with the Lord. He said to the Lord, now show me your glory. Perhaps Moses made this request because he was thinking about the seriousness of the sin that the Israelites had committed and, and he wanted some sort of a visual sign that would tell him and would tell the people very plainly that the Lord really would be with them and would guide them and protect them as they traveled through the wilderness. But God did have to say to Moses, you cannot see my face for no one may see me and live. In our sinful state, we can't see God in all of his holiness and glory. We just can't do that because we are the sinful creatures that we are. But the day will come when God will give us glorified bodies. And when he gives us these glorified bodies, we'll be able to be in God's presence and see his holy, his perfect, his amazing presence, and we'll love it, we'll rejoice in it for all eternity. Well, God did give Moses a glimpse of his glory, and what we can notice that Moses doesn't even try to describe it in scriptures, probably because, maybe because it was just something so magnificent that it would be impossible for him to describe it. The Lord said to Moses, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock where my, when my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. When you think about Moses seeing a glimpse of the Lord's glory, that had to mean something so much for him and, and meant so much for the Israelites and Moses told the people about that. But when we think about them seeing that glimpse of God's glory, doesn't that make us kind of inclined to say, wouldn't it be great if we'd get a glimpse of that glory of God too so that 
as we're living in this sinful world with all of its problems and troubles, well, seeing a glimpse of God's glory, wouldn't that, wouldn't that give us more strength to be able to carry on, to be able to fight the good fight of faith? Well, the truth is, is that God does give us more than a glimpse of his glory. We also are able to see God's glorious presence. Maybe we can think about another one of the Old Testament prophets, Elijah, a faithful prophet who did want to see a glimpse of God's glory. And one of his low points when he was in a state of almost despair, he said to the Lord, I am the only one, the only believer left, and now they are trying to kill me too. And then what happened is that the Lord allowed Elijah to see some things. He saw first a, a powerful wind that tore mountains apart. Then he saw an earthquake that shattered rocks. And then he saw this consuming fire. But the Lord, we're told, wasn't in any of those powerful majestic things. Rather, he came to Elijah, it says, in a gentle whisper. The Lord was demonstrating to Elijah and to us that we'll want to look for God's glorious presence, not so much in the outward signs of God's majesty and glory and power, but rather in the gentle whisper of his word. In his gospel message of life and salvation, in God's word, actually, we can see all the glory of God that we need to see this side of heaven. Isn't it kind of tragic, though, that what people often are looking for is those majestic and powerful signs of God's glory when all the glory that we really need to see is kind of right, right here in the simple and beautiful and gospel message, in that message which tells us about Jesus our Savior, about everything that he and his grace and mercy has done for us. There we see the glory of God. Now, if you get the chance, go online and do a search and look for the Lechugila Cave. Look for that and see its beauty. It, it, it is amazing. But after you've looked at that, look forward to God's glorious presence that we'll get to see in heaven and understand that that's going to make Lechugila Cave Seems so plain and simple. God's glorious presence, something so wonderful for us to look forward to. But for right now, keep hearing, reading, and studying God's word. And enjoy what really are more than glimpses of God's glorious presence. And 
his grace and love and blessings right now. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, when your glory I shall see, how we long for that day when we are with you forever, no longer affected by sin and life's troubles and, and are able to see you in all your glory. Thank you for the many glimpses of your glorious presence that we can see in your word as we consider all that you have done for us so that we can enjoy your glorious presence forever. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.